In his statement, uh, the minister says the application was handled in line with the procedure that requires the Department of Home Affairs uh, uh, to submit recommendations to the minister for consideration. So as far as you've looked at all of this, as someone who deals with this uh, most of the time, uh, was this all above board? Well, uh, in the uh, press statement, the minister promises to make available to the public a full record of what actually transpired between his departmental officials and himself. In other words, it's highly unusual in my 20 years of immigration and citizenship practice to have an application declined and then a few months later for the minister all of a sudden to approve the application Remembering there's no appeal process available in terms of the citizenship legislation. The Citizenship Act doesn't allow for an appeal process. So my question is, and this is not a political question, it's a simple question asking the minister, how did the matter come to the minister's attention uh, if it was declined in the ordinary throes of business of his Department of Home Affairs? How did it actually land on the minister's desk? Do officials who decline applications then decide, oh, we now want the minister to decide uh, to the contrary? Uh, This doesn't really happen. So my question is, how did the minister actually receive a request to review the rejection of his department? So please unpack for us then the process of acquiring early naturalization and who qualifies for it as well. Because if you say that it's interesting that this application ended up on the minister's table, how then should it have been dealt with? What is the normal process? Well, this is a political process, no doubt. The minister is a political figurehead. And the minister is empowered uh, expressly by Section 59A of the Citizenship uh, to give citizenship to a person notwithstanding the, notwithstanding the fact that this person may not adhere to the minimum five-year residence requirements under exceptional circumstances, not only at the minister's pleasure, but these circumstances must be exceptional. It was made known in the January letter from the department declining uh, the citizenship applications of the entire Gupta family that they don't qualify for citizenship because they don't comply with the minimum five years of residence required by the Citizenship Act. The minister, in order to waive the residence requirements, can give citizenship on the basis that exceptional circumstances apply. We don't know what those exceptional circumstances are. So as things stand, uh, would uh, Home Affairs providing those details that the minister states they should, would that make any difference um, with regard to questioning the lawfulness of this particular process? Well, I also want to point out that that there's another prong uh, of legality which the minister needed to comply with. Once the minister has granted citizenship in terms of Section 59A under exceptional circumstances, uh, in 2015, within two weeks of the opening of Parliament in 2016, he had an obligation in law, Section 59B, to table the list of names of individuals to whom citizenship was granted in terms of Section 59A and the reasons... Therefore, sitting here at my desk in my office, I have no idea what the parliamentary record will show 
did the minister in fact table the names of the Gupta family members to whom he gave citizenship in 2015 and the reasons therefore? Uh, it is entirely unnecessary for the minister, in my opinion, even to disclose internal protocols to the public. He's minister ex officio. He's no longer minister of home affairs. He's now minister of finance. Uh, any member of the public can go to parliament and check its records to see whether he complied with that second prong. And that should disclose the reasons for him having given the Gupta family uh, citizenship in the circumstances. So, Gary, just playing devil's advocate and projecting ahead, uh, in the event that it turns out that all was not above board, what does that then mean uh, for the citizenship of uh, the uh, Gupta family? Well, the minister, the current minister, Professor Mkize, has the power to deprive the Gupta family uh, of their citizenship uh, rights uh, in the public interest, uh, if there was fraud involved in the uh, granting of citizenship or the acquisition of citizenship. Uh, Professor Mkise uh, is a political appointee, and I doubted very much uh, whether she will exercise her prerogative to deprive them of citizenship. I think any person, any member of the public, constitutionally, can go to court and apply in the public interest to impugn the decision, uh, to challenge the decision to grant uh, the Gupta family a citizenship in terms of Section 59A if the formalities were not complied with. And as I point out, one of those formalities would have been the tabling in Parliament uh, in 2016. Was that done or not? And there may well be other grounds for successfully impugning that decision. Uh, the minister did promise, however, to make those records available, and that would probably disclose far more information than we have at the present time. Indeed, and we'll wait to see those. Thank you so much, Gary Eisenberg. Uh, uh, Gary is an immigration and citizenship attorney.